Hi, and welcome to Bliss This House, Home Organizing with Maria Grove. I'm Maria, your host. I'm a professional home organizer with years of experience tackling clutter and helping build sustainable organizing solutions in my clients' homes. This podcast will teach you how to have fun with organizing, build good habits in your home, and a little bit of design. So let's get started. Hi everyone, it's Maria Grove coming to you live from Blissless House Home Organization with Maria Grove. Uh, I am here today with a special guest, Katie Watford. She is a celebrity stylist, and I'm very excited. I hope that I dressed okay for this appointment. Um, <laughs> I was worried um, and just really excited to talk to Katie about how we put ourselves out there in the world, you know, how we can make our closets better and, you know, just, uh, you know, meshing organization and style. So Katie, introduce yourself. Well, thank you for having me, Maria. Um, I'm very excited to be here because I love love everything about organization. Um, so my name is Katie Watford. I'm a celebrity stylist, but now I am a style coach. So I have really shifted my business towards entrepreneurs. I help female entrepreneurs brand their image to create a client magnetic wardrobe so that they can get dressed in five minutes and show up looking like the woman on their vision board. Um, and in order to get dressed in five minutes, you have to have things organized for sure. Um, that's a big, big piece of it. So um, that's just an intro about me. Oh, that's great. Now, when you work with your clients, do you actually go into their um, closets and organize their client their closets for them? Um, I am 95% online, but I have done hundreds of closet cleanses across this country. Um, like currently I do have a client in Chicago who's inquiring about flying me up there to organize her closet for her. But um, currently right now, my business is is online. Wonderful. Now, how does that work? How do clients work with you online? Um, I just have different online programs um, to help them teach them how to develop their style and brand their image. So there's just a few different things that services that I offer. Um, and well, I won't jump into it because I know there's a question that I want to I want to say that you you said, make sure you know this answer. But um, yeah, I have online programs. Okay, great. You know, it's really interesting as a as a style coach, I would be very interested in what you think a professional organizer should look like because I was actually just talking to my kiddo about that this weekend. I was talking about getting some new branding photographs this summer, thinking about just, you know, me organizing a kitchen, me organizing a, a bookcase. And, you know, it when I when I go to a client's home, I always want to look nice. I I don't I don't show up schlubby, but it, it is physical work. So, right. uh, you know, a lot of times I am crawling around in their attics or their basements. So when I take photographs, I want them to see that I'm a professional, um, but I also want to reflect the kind of work that I do. So it's a little, it's a little complicated. So I tend to, um, it's like business casual almost. I try, you know, so, um, I did take some pictures in a dress one time, and I think people often think like, you know, wow, is she going to show up in a dress? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's sending out a messaging, right? Like what, however, what you wear sends out a message. It's, it's a communication tool. And so if you're 
sending out the message of in this three-piece suit, then of course, then people are going to think like, is that how she's going to show up? Um, and I have this phrase, looking like an expert in 2023 does not mean you have to be dressed up in a power suit. You know, we live in the day and age of branding. Like we live in a very casual culture, um, Uber culture. So wearing a power suit or being overly dressed up actually doesn't really work for majority of entrepreneurs and business owners. There's a casualness because we just live casual lives. And that is where the challenge lies, but that's where the creativity lies um, to be able to really brand somebody's image through really honing in on who you are and what makes you unique. And that helps you stand out, um, but also still practically works for your job and in your business. Um, and it's funny that you bring up styling a professional organizer because when I first moved back home to Jacksonville, Florida, after the pandemic, I actually booked a client here locally who is a professional organizer. And so she came to me with the exact same situation. She's like, I get booked to the, I'm, you know, I'm on my feet all day. I'm moving things around. It's very physical labor, but like, I can't just be showing up in leggings and my workout top. Cause that's what she was doing. And so that's just really diving into figuring out not only how A, you want to look from a creative level, but then B, put that spin on it. So how do we create that uniform to where you actually can work? Because I will say this as a fashion stylist, it's a very physical demanding job. It's a lot of schlepping is a way to say it. You're moving racks and racks of clothes around. It's not glamorous at all. So there's a very similarity on how I can relate to professional organizers in that regard, because you've got to be able to physically move, you know, and get the job done. But there still is a way to add a vibe and a, and a pizzazz that not only first and foremost makes you feel really great and confident about yourself, but then also your client appreciates. And that's what creating a client magnetic wardrobe does is it enhances the client experience, which I think is anybody who does services, you know, that's what we're all about is like, how do we enhance our client experience? Oh, that's great. That's just, I just love that. Um, now you, you said something about a, a uniform and I think a lot of people are interested in finding their personal brand. And it's not just people who, who work and do service positions, you know, it's somebody who just goes to the office every day and how do they brand themselves and what do they, what do they want to look like every day? So how do, how does somebody come up with their uniform? Well, it, it, the, the one part that everybody starts with is they start with the clothes. They're like, well, I like jeans. I like blazers. I like this. And that is making it about the clothes versus tapping into self-expression. So I just had this with a consultation with a woman last week. I was like trying to understand what does she really like? And she was telling me the wardrobe pieces that she liked. She wasn't telling me who she is because when you're branding yourself overall, it's about you and your story. It's the same type. It's the same formula when you're branding your image is what do you like? What makes you unique? What's your brand personalities within your brand that we can target and put a creative spin on in your image? And um, so it's, it's for me, what I've noticed as being a celebrity fashion stylist is that so many women were just taught to think about the clothes and not like, this is what's in trend. This is what's out of season. None of that matters. What matters is you and what matters is who you are and really honestly, what makes you unique. So just to give you an example of how I have branded my image is I 
am redneck chic. I come from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I that's that's very different than say Western chic, which is like Nashville or Texas or maybe Iowa. I'm infusing my story of my childhood, of my heritage. I come from a military family, so I'm always incorporating army green into a lot of pieces that I wear, but I make sure it looks the part of a fashion stylist and make sure it looks the part of me of how I feel the most confident because I'm not walking around in a three-piece suit either. I'm in jeans and a shirt, but I have my own vibe and I've targeted my key personality traits through my style language. And that is just an example of how to do it. How does somebody figure out their creativity? You know, you talked about creativity and you talked about finding their their style. So how does somebody find their vibe? Is it writing down keywords? Is it looking at their closet? You know, because with, um, with organizing and um, decor, you, you often look to your closet and you say, oh, I actually wear a lot of navy. Maybe I actually like navy. Maybe I should put navy in my home, you know? And so you you actually, the closet is is a cue so much for your life. So how does, how can we use the clothes that we already have to creatively find this self-expression? I'm, I'm going to, you, you said something that is way juicy for me to piggyback on. Okay. So- Okay, so you said you go into your closet, you may have a lot of navy and you may like it, but your closet is way more than like, it's kind of the gatekeeper, right? And your closet is going to be reflecting one of two things. Your closet is either going to be reflecting who you were from your past. So it's going to be like looking at the pages of your personal diary, or your closet is going to be reflecting who you are today, and ultimately the woman that you're striving for, the woman on your vision board. Most people's closets are such an emotional room that is working against people that they can't even figure it out, which is why they need organization. Um, They can't even get into a group with creativity because there's so many emotions in the closet. And that is because they are experiencing like a 3D reality of their personal diary. So before you can begin creativity, because I've just done so many closet cleanses in my career that it's, it's, there's some, there's a lot of blocks that's usually blocking people from understanding who they are. And so that's where it's really organizing, purging the pieces that are emotionally triggering you in a negative way, not making you, um, and that are bringing up past experiences. Those are the pieces I would actually start with first on where to get creative because those blocks are going to get in the way. Oh, yeah. And you said, you know, how to be that woman on your vision board. How do you start a vision board? Um, Is it, is it just trolling through Pinterest? I mean, that's a way to start is like collecting inspiration images for sure. Um, And, and, knowing ideas and style direction that you want to go in, um, knowing what you don't want to go in is very just important too. Um, so that is a way that you start just like you would with, um, an interior designer. Cause those are like hand in hand with what we do together. Um, you know, they've got to understand the mood that you want to capture and you've got to understand the vibe. And so is that going to be natural and earthy? Is that going to be more, minimalism and kind of industrial, just understanding the overall archetype that you want to go in is going to at least just start to begin to create the framework. Oh, yeah, I like that. I, I, um, 
I definitely have gotten a lot of inspiration from Pinterest and then also celebrities that I follow, you know, seeing a certain style on the runway or on just in, in the wild, <laughs> you, you know, where they have, you know, I, I often bring like a hairstyle to my stylist and I, I say, this is how I like this. This is what I, I like about it. Um, and, um, you know, my fashion inspiration right now is Meghan Markle. Yeah. Um, I really like, um, the neutrals that she wears I'm very interested in that. And, um, you know, I, I, I watched the, the Netflix documentary about Meghan Markle and, um, you know, I learned that she was wearing a lot of neutrals to kind of blend in and not stand out in the Royal family. But I thought that the neutrals were such a beautiful statement. And so I was looking at my closet and I was saying, I was realizing I actually have quite a few neutrals, um, and then some wild kimonos. So, (laughs) So, so I, I like to mix it up with wild kimonos. So that's, um, that's my story, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know that that's what you're gravitated towards women in general, as they get into their thirties, forties, fifties, they appreciate the neutral palettes because they are very calming in general. And it's just, it, it just speaks to a lot of people. I, 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 a lot of people are not trying to necessarily come to have a bold, self-expression some are um but there still is a vibe that you can tap into into the colors there still is a personality like that is just a piece of the puzzle is knowing the color palette but it still can be brought to life because you can use neutrals in many many different ways but it's very important that you know what colors you feel good in so for instance i know the audience can't see it like i have bright i have like ginger hair color like i and and a lot of people like to say well with your skin complexion and your hair you look really good in pastels I don't like pastels. I don't feel confident in pastels. I feel like I look like a little girl. So I feel really good, just like what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a camel color top right now. Like I know what colors I feel really strong in and I don't steer away from that because then I don't do impulse purchases and then you don't have a closet full of clothes and and nothing to wear and then you're avoiding your closet. So um, um, I think it's great that you know your neutrals and you have a style direction of Meghan Markle. Yes. And that, you know, that with, with organizing, bringing it back to organizing you, when you know the colors that work for you, that work with your, your, your eye color and your complexion and your hair color and the things that you like. So if you, so I don't wear a lot of red, so I just don't gravitate towards the red things in the store. Um, And so if you know those things, you know, the colors and you know, the shapes and you know what you have. And that's the other thing. If you can go through your closet and know what you already have and you say, wow, I already have three green sweaters. I really don't need any more green sweaters. When you're shopping, you can really be confronted with your shopping habits and you don't have to, you you know what's already waiting for you at home and you don't have to mindlessly buy things. You can buy things that are actually really going to be useful for you. Um, the color that you like, the palette that you like, the the piece that might complete an outfit, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Is that something that you coach people on? You know, do you, do you provide shopping tips? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, what, how I help people, how my clients brand their image is first and foremost, I put them through my style reset program because what lacks for 95% of most women out there is they lack a creative vision. They have 
instincts of what they like and what they, they're curious about and what they don't like. But you have to have a crystal clear, creative vision, a roadmap of exactly how it is that you want to look. When you have that vision, that, that vision, it's like having like x-ray vision. You can see things differently. That puts you into your lane of who you are. And my program walks people through how to do this. And then that shows you how to bring your vibe to life through your different style types, through your style languages, knowing the words that speak who you are. Then I take them into color coding it. And then that's the framework for them to understand their style identity. Then after that is when someone should begin shopping. What's happening is people are trying to shop now, thinking like it's magically going to jump off at the rack when I go into the store. And I think this is a cute piece and I hope it works for me when I get home and I need something a little different. So I'm going to try that. And then it just sits in their closet. What's missing is they don't have a true plan, just like you need a business plan, just like you need a nutritional plan, just like you have to have some type of organization plan when you're going to go into a client's house. You're not just walking in and like, okay, let's just like, like figure it out on the spot. You have things mapped out. So that way you can work really efficient when you get there. You have things already brought ahead of time to because you know, this particular cabinet is jam packed with spices and we need to move it over here. And so this is what, we, you know, there's, there's, there's strategies and people lack styling strategies and they definitely lack styling systems. And that's ultimately what I create for my clients is styling systems. Ugh, sounds great. I want to work with you. It sounds wonderful. It sounds so dreamy to, to wake up every morning and know exactly what to wear and what makes you feel amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing process. It's like, it's life-changing. It really is. That's great. So tell me some of your favorite transformations of clients. Um, I just interviewed a client for a client spotlight at the top of my Instagram page. Um, not sure if that will be at the top of my Instagram page whenever this podcast airs, but her name is Jara. She's a corporate executive. She's a wife. She's a mother. And Jara and I met in 2020 Right after the pandemic, um, she had just interviewed for seven, she interviewed for this corporate position out of 700 employees. She got the promotion. It, they moved her family to um, Nebraska. So she was needing to level up her image because she's now at a high level executive within the company, but she's very quirky and she wants to be different. And also then Omaha, Nebraska is just like the craziest weather I've ever had to work with with a client in my life. So Kara and I had just this incredible time together. Um, we worked together for almost a year and Jara on the client spotlight that I just filmed with her, she said, Kay, I still use the tools that you A, implemented for me and taught me three years later. And so when a client says that to me, um, that you're still getting compliments of like, wow, you look so put together. And she's saying, because I know what works for me, not because she's not trying to say you should wear this because it works for you. She, she understands that it is about being original and your identity. So that's one of, I have many case studies like this, but that that's just the one off the top of my mind. Cause I literally just interviewed her on Saturday. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I can imagine how difficult it would be to be in a corporate situation, you want to look a certain way, um, but then you also have your own personality and then you also have to deal with the weather. Yeah. Like you've got to, we've got to creatively 
first and foremost, start from there. How do you want to look? What really speaks your style language? Really bring that to life. Then becomes the easy strategic execution part. Like then that's like, okay, well, we need to figure out some layering formulas for you. That becomes the easy part. What people, but the piece that's the most wow factor that really is like, man, you look incredible is because your vibe, your style identity is really like reflecting in what you wear. And that's what people pick up on. You know, that's what people really notice. Um, and so it's, it's, it's kind of the, why I call it the style reset is because we need to reset your mind and how we, we look at things just to help you get like the correct vision. Now, do you also recommend shoes and accessories as well? Do you work on just the whole piece? Whole thing. Whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I find shoes to be the biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Shoes. <laughs> um, it, mostly because I'm always looking for comfortable shoes that look good. Sure. Um, and and that's that's a challenge. And if you're on your feet and you're walking around like you are, you need to be in flats. And really good, cute flats outside of just a sneaker, it's challenging. It is challenging. You got to get creative with it. You got to know what works. But again, when you look at it from a whole big picture versus individual pieces, it becomes much easier to figure out what how to bring it to life versus like, I'm just going to sit down and write out my shopping list like I'm doing my grocery list and go into a store and hope some shoes jump out at me and think that these will work, right? It's not coming from a more intentional place. Oh, yeah, I, I, you know, intention. I think that's where the crossroads are with what you do and what I do is intention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because when you, you know, my, my system for organizing, it, it's all about intention. You have to, you have to have a plan. You have to, you know, what you were saying about just tackling something, you know, you, I don't just wander into somebody's home and be like, Oh, let's organize something today. You know, it's, it's, it's a plan. It's categorizing, it's decluttering, it's organizing, then it's elevating. Those are the the steps that I use. And it's, it's, we do it with intention and every step has that piece in it. So you can, you can instinctively find something that you're looking for um, when you, when you put it away. Um, so I like that with, with, with your organization of your clothes and the way that you approach your vibe and your new look, the intention you're setting, you're setting yourself out there. You're, you're giving a new look out into the world and it's you, but it's you. It's you. you. It's you. It's you. It's not, it's not replicating a celebrity's outfit. You can be inspired by it. But there is nothing more empowering for a woman than to 100% look like her and the best version of her, even on a casual level. I'm not saying this on like a cocktail dress and three-piece suit. Like you can feel just as amazing in your everyday wear, just as when you go out to like a fancy dinner. You can feel that amazing every single day when you get dressed, if you do it at this kind of level, because you are focusing on you, who you really are, like who, what are your, who, who are you? Not, not just even what's your age, not even just what's your body type. 
who are you? Like, what's your story? Where have you been? Why does people hire you? Like, what, what makes you unique than another professional organizer? All of those things are like what goes into all of our marketing, into our messaging and stuff. And that's what we tap into, into your your custom uniform, because then that gives you a sense of purpose, obviously really sharpens up your identity. And then it just really makes you come to life. And then that's just where you are walking around with a different sense of confidence because you're bringing you to the table. And that's what people want to hire is you. Like ultimately, yes, our talents are why people hire us. Yes. Our, you know, credentials, those are all factors, but the reason why somebody's going to hire you over the next person is because they go, I just liked her. They're, they, it's, you know, we buy off of emotions. And so our job, as I was saying earlier, is, you know, we live in the day and age of branding. We live in an identity economy. And as entrepreneurs, our identity is our economy. The more that we focus on our identity and focusing that in on everything that we do, helps sell us more, helps present us more, helps create more relationships easier, helps create that client experience, you know? And like, there's only one you, there's only one you and there's, that's it, you're very special. So bring that to life because then you'll feel incredible every day. It's that no like, and trust factor. Yeah. yeah. So how did you get started in this business? Um, I've been a professional fashion stylist for 10 years. Um, I started in 2004. 14. Um, I was working with women before I became a celebrity fashion stylist. I got quickly pulled into the celebrity styling world um, from 2015, approximately to 2018. Um, in 2018, I was just like, you know what? Like this isn't that I knew deep down this wasn't my calling. I think it was my ego was like telling me to stay in it more than I actually loved it. And um, that's when I started to do fashion consulting and virtual styling remotely. So I was working like 60, 40 online in person. Um, and it, I started to think like, well, how do celebrities always look amazing? And how can I take that experience, but also like show, cause I've always just thought this way since day one, like this has to be about you this. Cause I've never, I've never preached trends. So I took what I learned from Hollywood and used those techniques that on where, why celebrities always look great. Right. Um, and then I created that in my business model. And then my virtual styling business within eight months went global. It went, it was in United States, Canada, and Dubai. And, but I was still 50, 50, like wanting to be in person and online, just to be honest, I wasn't a hundred percent committed. And so then when we went to the pandemic, it was like, okay, like you now have to make a full choice. And that's when I was finally able to like let go of LA, which is a big, big deal for me. Um, I moved back home to Jacksonville, Florida, as I said earlier, never in a million years that I'd be back home. And um, so that's when I, I really got to work in a way that I've never worked. And that's when I, I had all these case studies of, from my virtual styling business. And it was like, I need to sit down and create my methodology. Like there's one thing to, yes, have these before and after photos that show it, but you got to be able messaging a method and a messaging is so important in business. And so I had to really formulate my method that took about six months at the end of 2021. And then last year was really a natural rebranding process of like becoming a style coach. Cause I do a lot of coaching with clients and, and that's when, um, you know, really figuring out, like, actually I help people get dressed in five minutes and show up looking like the woman on their vision board. That all, that all just, 
came up at the end of last year. Um, but that's ultimately what I've been doing the whole time. It's just honing in on how do you actually deliver the correct message. That's great. That's great. Get dressed in five minutes. The key to that is a very organized closet. It is. It is. And not actually a very full closet. No, a very pared down closet so that you don't have to make a lot of decisions. You The decisions, the reason why my clients can get dressed in five minutes is because we've, their closets organized, that has to be there, but then we even systematize that to the next level. So they don't even have to think, they literally just can look at at their outfit planning system, select it and go. So you have to, organization is so key in this and so many people are not organized because there is a lot of clutter, as you said a moment ago. Um, and when there's clutter, there's chaos. So that's why asking like how to start with creativity first, sometimes people can't even grasp that because if there's clutter, their mind's like filled with all this kind of chatter and chaos. And that's just where it's, it's, um, doing, eliminating the pieces that obviously need to go, like the pieces that have like been in there for over 10 years and you're just holding on to it for the one day effect. Um, or if you, if it's a sentimental piece, which that happens a lot, which I'm sure you, you know, like, oh, I, it, it's great that you, that that is sentimental, but is that serving you in your life today to get dressed efficiently to tackle the day to feel amazing. And if it's not, then those pieces need to be reevaluated. Yeah. I, I always say the goal of decluttering is not to get rid of stuff. It's actually to find the good stuff. And so, you know, you want to get rid of the noise so mm -hmm. that the really good stuff can shine. And mm -hmm. in a closet, you know, getting rid of the clutter can make decisions easier, can make getting dressed faster can make outfits look prettier. You, you know, it, the closet is such a, an easy, tangible fix for, for decluttering. It's a, it's an easy, tangible fix, but it is very like women get freaked out with their closets. They get embarrassed with their closets. Yes. They, like, that's why I'm like, it's like stepping into the pages of your diary. And that it really is because their whole life of their past and someone of their present is in there, but usually more often than not, the updated version of who they are today is actually not really a hundred percent in there and, or pieces are in there, but they're kind of like jammed in the back and they can't get to them. And so it, it's, it's having new eyes to see on what pieces actually really serving you right for today. I like that. Yeah. How do we get to the woman of the future? Mm -hmm. That's great. So um, I have three questions that I ask every uh, guest. Uh, and so I'll start with the first one. What is your greatest accomplishment? And it can be personal or professional. One of my greatest accomplishments is that I moved home. Um, I left here when I was 18. I never wanted to be here. Um, it's probably make me a little teary eyed to be honest, but the fact that I moved home, I got my dog and that was really when my life has truly has a foundation in it. Like it never has before, even in all these that I'm telling you, like days of styling for celebrities and stuff. Um, I have a solid real foundation in life that I've never had. And I'm very grateful for that. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And what is your favorite book? 
Um, so I was not always saved um, and God came back into my life in 2020. And um, that's a big reason why I moved home. So the Bible is my favorite book. Okay. So I always um, add a, 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 an Amazon link for how people can get the book that people recommend. So okay. I'm, I'm going to add an Amazon link to the Bible. I've never, I've never done that. So I, I, I hope that Amazon has it. <laughs> I have a Bible feature I can, uh, um, or a, a prayer, a one on prayer or something. I, yeah, I can. Yeah, that's good though. That's good. Some, something that, yeah, I, I just, that's wonderful. That's, that's lovely. And what is your best organizing tip? Less is more. Less is more. That's true. Can you talk a little bit more about that? When you have less, you can, you, you have more, less options is more, um, how do I want to say this? It just kind of, um, less, the mind can't handle, we're not, we're not wired to handle so many choices and decisions. Um, and so having a closet that is really pared down actually gives you more options to make outfits and gives you more time back into your life and gives you more energy back into your life and gives you more joy when you have the right closet that is full of less to get more. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a great tip. That's a great tip. Now, Katie, how can people get in touch with you? So you can reach out to me on my website, um, katiewatford.com. Um, there is a form that you can submit there or you can, I'm very active on social media and Instagram, my name, Katie underscore Watford. Um, and you can just send me a DM and um, just say that you would like to book a style assessment call. Uh, I'd love to help you figure out your styling goals and needs um, and then show you actually how to get dressed in five minutes show, and show up looking like the woman on your vision board. Oh, well, this was a great conversation and I just really am inspired. I, I seriously want to work with you. I, I just, you know, I, I love the idea of showing up like the woman on my vision board. I love the, I, I just love that tagline. I think that's really great. So good for you for finding that and building your business and finding something that really makes you passionate. Um, I'm always so excited to support entrepreneurs um, and it's just, you gave us some wonderful tips and, um, less is more. I'm going to, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> it's just a delight. I'm so glad that this just worked out. And so thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you so much. And thanks to everybody who listened today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the podcast and namaste. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, join my free and private Facebook group. In it, I offer exclusive content and unique ways to work with me. It's like having access to your own personal professional organizer. The link is in the show notes to so join today. See you on Facebook.